Industrial Talk is brought to you by Armis. Yes, you are in the digital transformation game. Yes, you need to find trusted companies, trusted individuals to help you along with that journey. The Armis platform delivers complete asset intelligence. You know what that means? Insights into your connected assets. You're in the digital transformation game. You have to have that insights into what is connected. Go to Armis.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Industrial Talk is brought to you by Arduino, the original all-in-one IoT platform. That's right. Go out to Arduino.cc and you will find documentations. You will find devices, powerful boards to help you with your digital transformation journey. It's all there. Go out to Arduino.cc, find out more, see how you can connect with these professionals to help you along with your digital transformation journey. Arduino.cc. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, I have my coffee in hand because I need my coffee right here in hand. And we are on site right now at Distributech 22. This is in Dallas. Dallas, Texas, you might have heard of that small town. And we're having a great time. And, uh, you know, you're listening to Industrial Talk. You know, let me just tell you, Brian, it's the number one industrial-related podcast in the universe. Did you know that? In the universe. In that's, the universe. I have data to back it up. You, that, you're all into data. Right? That's remarkable. Absolutely. It is. It is. It's, it's bigger than the galaxy. It's the universe. And that's what we're all about. Because you know why? Because you're solving problems, and many within industry are solving problems and making my life better, and well, therefore making the world better. And I can't prove you're wrong. No, no, no way. It's all backed up by data and science. It's just science. All right, let's get cracking. <laughs> you can tell I've been talking for a long time. After a while, <laughs> you just sort of, hey, what about this? Hey. Uh, at Brian Sachs, he's with IBM. You might have heard that company, too. And you, you're having a conference? A fantastic conference. Uh, it's great to see people out again. It's great. There are humans here, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> really, really great to see people again. It, it really is, because I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I haven't even had a chance to sort of tootle around, because I've been stuck in the salt mine of industrial cut, because it is the most important thing, whatever. In the universe. In the universe. <laughs> but it, it it's, it's just, it's good. It's good. And, and you know what was interesting? Even though we had this pandemic and we've been shut down for a couple of years and we didn't, and, and you're finally meeting people that you met virtually and you're saying, my gosh, you're taller than I thought you were. You're uglier than I thought. But it, it's it's the fact that technology hasn't stopped. The the innovation hasn't stopped. In fact, it's, it's it seems like it's accelerated. I, I can't keep up with it. I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just complaining. No, I, I think you're spot on. Uh, people still need power. And, and the fact do. that we're still at home. Yeah. I think what it, what it revealed um, was a lot of the gaps and challenges that we had within areas like automation, um, use of data in order to do things like, you know, appropriate load forecasting. A lot of the models broke when, you know, what we expected to happen didn't happen anymore. Yeah, see, that, oh God, that, that's a whole other conversation. But before we get into the conversation I want to have with you, give uh, the listeners a little background on who you are. Sure. Uh, so my name is Brian Sachs, based out of Toronto, Canada. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we just, uh, t you can't go, you know, all my family lives in, uh, grew up in Dundas. 
Hamilton and Burlington. Ooh. That's right. That's right that's here. back in the hood. I'm a tie cat fan. You still uh, go back for games? No, nah, I haven't been back in a little while, but I, <laughs> I mean it's just it's uh, I, I always like that. So there you go. Excellent. Uh, you keep on going. You're in Toronto. You're from Toronto. I, I am. I am. Um, I, so in IBM, I've, I'm actually part of our global team. And what our focus is on is energy. And so uh, what we look at is how do we help our clients adopt technology in order to solve some of the key challenges and problems that they have and to do it at scale. That's really what we're about. Um, it, 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 what sort of is highlighted there is I, I, I know for me personally, I need help. And, and it, yeah, we could all get personal about it. But however, I do, if I was in the business, I need help for somebody to sort of navigate it. It's a, it's a human equation, but the technology is a technology. I don't even know where to go. Do, do, you, do you work with people? We do. And, I mean, there's multiple different avenues that you can take. You know, there's, there's a whole consulting angle where you can figure out what your most pressing problems are and put a roadmap together to solve it. Um, what we see a lot is kind of random acts of solutions where, you know, people will pick up a certain technology, they'll try it out, um, they, they might get some results, they might not. And what, what really our clients are looking for is how do I put a program together and how do I have that, you know, real foundational technology so I'm not just playing. Uh, I can build things that I can then scale and it can have a, a real material impact on my business. So, so when did... When did this start to happen? I mean, I know the utilities, but there seems to be a velocity with the, the innovation, the technology that exists today and impacting the grid, the generation, uh, distributed, all of the stuff that we're talking about here at this particular event. When did it really start to ramp up and say, oh my gosh, we got to get going or so, we got to figure it out? I, I'm going to say there's been waves, right? And if I look at you know some major trends, look at smart metering, AMI. Right? That was a trend that started 10, 15 years ago. And what that did is it changed the landscape of the utility, where now I've got um, network communications, I've got um, endpoints across millions of my clients, and I've got all this data. And so what it's really been, it's been challenging, but it's now an enabler. I've got this data. Now I can do some really interesting things with that data. So that would be one set of capabilities that we really see happening. I think the second set we see now is within sustainability and everything that we're doing around the area of the energy transition. And so so in pockets of the globe, um, you know, particularly in Europe, we're seeing interesting work in Australia and some other territories. Um, you know, five, seven years ago, we really started to see that upswing, and now in some of the other territories, like in the U.S., we're starting to see much more activity and much, much more uptake happening in the last few years. See, it was interesting when I was with uh, Southern California Edison many years ago. I would negotiate these power purchase agreement with all these re renewable, alternative, whatever generation uh, technologies. We didn't have, at that time, all of this other mad innovation that could go on, and, and it was just pretty straightforward. Um, so, to your point, a wave. We had it then, and now we're having another wave, and then, and then I, I think it's bold. Well, let me give an example. We're doing a project um, in Copenhagen, the city of Copenhagen. Which has the best airport. It's, it's like wood floors. It's all warm and nice. It just feels cozy. It just does, man. It's, <laughs> it's like a big old Ikea store. <laughs> it, it, it does feel like, um, What's really cool, though, is we partnered with the city. 
and um, so the city of Copenhagen. And what we essentially do is tie into all of the building management systems. And now what we can do is actually control all of the building resources, HVAC, cooling, um, uh, you know, pumps, refrigeration in certain facilities that have it. And what we can do now is aggregate that and bid that back into the marketplace as an alter alternative to spending reserve. So it's a new mechanism for providing flexibility um, into the energy market. And it's something that we see starting to percolate across um, Europe. And we're seeing a lot of attention now coming over to the U.S. So you say that again. You're saying, hey, I'm going to be managing the demand of those these assets. Yeah. Which so gives greater flexibility within the matching supply and demand. So you can. So the demand of that asset is theoretically physical too. Oh, absolutely. And what we what we now have the ability to do is control that en masse. Yeah. And so uh, what becomes really interesting is we're not doing it out of the goodness of our heart. This is a new market structure that allows us to aggregate that and bid that back into the market. So now the utility uh, has new flexibility within how they're actually going to do the balancing. Uh, and all of the building owners now have a, a revenue generating opportunity. So we're getting greener, but people are getting paid for it. And it's really about providing that market structure that allows a more participatory uh, environment for consumers. Yeah, because yeah, and, and if, if, if I'm in a building and I can manage my 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 load, my whatever, and, and be able to help the utilities and, and, and be incentivized to do that, that to me is great. I always look at it uh, pretty cool. you know, my dad would always say turn the lights off and I never would. If he said I'll give you a nickel every time you do it, I would have done it more often, right? We're doing that now on, on scale. And, and, it's, and it's because you're able to use the technology to be able to do it. Before, it, it, it just didn't make sense back in the old time, whatever, five years ago, I don't know. But it, it just didn't make sense. Well, now it makes sense. It does. And so we've got IoT to tie into the building systems. Yeah. We've got artificial intelligence yeah. that can do our modeling in our building. And it's all based on blockchain. So we have full transparency, and that's what gives you the there trust go. that lets you tie into the marketplace. So really, really cool tech we didn't have. See, and now you're, you're actually doing it. We're you're doing actually, it. you've got a blockchain layer there, you're doing it, you got some trans, uh, transparency in the transactions, you see it, it's happening in real time. Exciting stuff. Oh geez, I don't even know where to go with that. I'm all <laughs> giddy. Where do you see it going? I mean, it, it, I mean, that's Copenhagen. They're pretty progressive when it comes to this stuff. They're pretty aggressive too. They are. And, and throughout Europe, you're seeing this activity. Yeah. And a lot of it comes to the penetration level for renewables. And so as we see more jurisdictions around the globe um, um, hitting some of the challenges, we're going to see more and more demands for this flexibility within the market system, which will drive more of the need for that type of technology. See, and, and I see all of these components. These You got the grid. And it's really me personally. I'm I'm the guy that wants to flip that light switch and, and and get my power. And I don't want it to flicker. I don't want it to do anything. I want it to do it, and I don't want to be exposed to that. But companies like uh, yours and and you and your team, you're you're pulling in all aspects of, of the of what's happening, the dynamic nature of that grid, demand, not the, the batteries, all of that stuff that gives that. That ability to be able to manage—that's ah, pretty cool. Absolutely, um, that's cool. You know, it's it's an exciting area, and so what we're seeing—we've got a strong focus on what we call grid resilience. And if you think about what's happening now with 
with renewable, the energy transition. Yeah. I mean, what you're going to see is um, right now when you know we all personally know when the power goes out, we're it's inconvenient, right? We you know some of our food could spoil. Uh, we can't watch our favorite shows. That's that's a that's a subtle way of putting it. It's but inconvenient. Imagine when every piece of transportation is relying on that energy. Imagine yeah. when every piece of infrastructure um, and industry is relying on that technology. So the challenges to manage the grid are becoming you know increasingly complex, but the need for resilience in the grid is becoming uh, more and more important. It's becoming more and more of a critical asset. So, putting on my old hat now, when I was with uh, Edison, I, I was talking to an old lineman, and he said, Scott, we would have these interruptions, these little blips, but nobody would ever see them until people started buying digital clocks. And then all of a sudden, you had a blip, then all of a sudden that thing starts blinking 12. And then people come home, and they said there was just this wave of calls when the, the digital clock came out. Like, hey, what? Hey, I had a power outage. You know why? Just complaining. You got to protect against that, or all of this is going to be challenging. Absolutely. Customers are used to um, flipping a switch and the power works. It is. You plug it in, your iPhone is charged. Um, that's what the expectations are, and that, that can't dimension it can't, it can't but if you guys are able to do it in such a way where where we do have uh, storms let's say uh, down in Louisiana you have you have hurricanes and we were out for nine ten days whatever it might be and some even more than that be able to have that resilient grid to be able to sort of minimize that pain I'm all in well and, and that's that a big chunk of what down. we do right so we, we look at it you know, asset management, for example, is a yeah. huge part of what we do, right? We've got Maximo as a foundation Maximo. that everyone is familiar with. Enterprise um, asset management. But on top of that, it's all the, the asset health and predicting um, yes. what the health of an asset is going to be. Now what we've got is augmenting that with uh, visual inspection. So at our booth, if you, if you stop by, we've got Spot the Robot from Boston Dynamics, and we're doing projects with utilities. Go. We've got it walking around transmission substations with thermal cameras. <laughs> we've got drones doing inspections over transmission corridors. But all of that has to flow through into an appropriate maintenance program, right? So if you go off and, and you know, we were talking before about um, small parts of, uh, of technology, well, this is all about how do I get all of these technology fitting into a business process, right? So now I can use drones, I can use robotics, but now I can see holistically what Got my it. health picture is and go from there. You're awesome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a great time. How do they get a hold of you? Because you're such a great guy. I'll give you my info. <laughs> give it away. How do they get a hold of you? Are you out on LinkedIn? Are you active out on LinkedIn? I am active out on LinkedIn. You can find me. Uh, I'll, I'll provide you my handle if I remember it. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been a long conference. <laughs> <laughs> very good. All right. You were fantastic. Listeners, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. We're going to have all the contact information. Even if Brian can't remember his contact information, it'll be out on industrialtalk.com. You need to reach out to this gent because he's, uh, well, he's bringing the lumber when it comes to grid stuff and utility stuff. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. All right. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. So don't go away. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Well, let's put that one in the can. Another great industrial conversation with an incredible professional, Brian Sachs. IBM is the company, and you just have to recognize that the utility energy industry is changing. It is going to just continue to move forward, and you're going to need technology. You're going to need individuals like Brian and 
Team IBM to be able to sort of help you with that journey. I've got a stat card out here. Go out to industrialtalk.com, reach out to him, become part of his network, and find out more. Because we're all about that education, collaboration, and innovation. This is exactly why Industrial Talk is here. Collaborate with Brian and uh, find out more what's taking place within the utility space. All right. Distribute Tech 2023 is right around the corner. I highly recommend that you look into attending that event. I believe it's in San Diego this time, but uh, go out to uh, Distribute Tech 2023, find out more, and be a part of that. And if you have any interest whatsoever, I mean any interest whatsoever, to get on the podcast, to talk about what you do, how you're solving problems, how your company is looking into the future, contact me, industrialtalk.com, and uh, let's get you on the podcast, tell your story. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with people like Brian, and you're going to change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from Distribute Tech shortly, so stay tuned.